now work it, now work it, now work it, work it good. Now work it, now work it, now work it, work it good. Now work it, now work it, now work it, work it good. Yo, 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 what's good, everyone? This is your boy Maze. Yes, indeed, it's Noah B. And this is International Aces. Yo, man, like it's been, it's actually been a very nice day today, man. Can, can, can we just acknowledge the fact that we started this podcast without the extra ignorance this time? <laughs> there's never there, we're gonna keep there, it cordial now. There, there, there's never any any ignorance at all. Fuck you. But anyway, <laughs> yo yo, what's good, Noah? How you been, bro? Oh man, everything's good, bro. No complaints here. Another Monday, um, another week, bro. New beginnings, man. Every week, gotta stay positive. Oh, Although God. by the time Friday comes around, bro, I'm ready for drinks, and I'm like, fuck, whatever just happened. But lose <laughs> <laughs> stack of time real quick. Right, right, right. <laughs> nah, but what's up with you, bro? I ain't shit. Chilling right now. I'm out by in the backyard, but at, at the fire pit. Not me. Not normal. complaining, bro. Did you say fire pit? Yeah. Why? Well, it's not. It's not. Even, it's, it's not even lit. It's not lit. I'm just out. I'm just, <laughs> but two out. nights ago it was. <laughs> two nights ago it was. Two nights ago it was storming and everything. I was just like, I'm doing. Let's fuck. just acknowledge <laughs> the fact that Maze lit the fire pit the same day that we um that we recorded, and he was complaining the whole time. So y'all listening out there, man? <laughs> Maze is the biggest hypocrite there is, bro. But <laughs> I was legit dying. You you don't care. <laughs> he was dying and then it's like nine o'clock at night this dude has a whole fire going like why bro why cool off like, because i can <laughs> yo maze let the people know what's up man yo god this is this is my blood brother he i love him to death he's like he's a, he's just as crazy as me if not even crazier <laughs> introduce yourself bro <laughs> Uh, what's going on, guys? Uh, my name is Isaiah. I am a uh, uh, entrepreneur. Really, <laughs> there you go. After a while, it, it gets it gets difficult sometimes because it's like you do more than just one thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, I co own a private studio, a fitness studio in upstate New York. Um, is there any? I'm sorry to cut you, bro. Is there any particular reason? <laughs> that you haven't taken Maze under your wing to hit that studio with you, bro? <laughs> That's a great question. I think yeah. I think he'd be better. I think he'd be better suited to answer. However, hold up, hold up, hold up, nigga, you're bigger than me, nigga. Like, <laughs> hey, but you're probably like within thirty minute range of that studio. Uh, I'm like I, a day away. I, 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 I'm like within like. Uh, Although I do minutes. have my own studios here, I'm, but I'm like, yeah, yeah you. <laughs> I'm like ten minutes. I'm I like thought about it. I was like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, every time it's, it's uh, I tell people a lot of times it's they'll start the habit and then life just be life and, you know, other things yeah. get, become more important. Uh, you start prioritizing other things. You have a dated. It's, it's tough sometimes too to put yourself forward or first when it comes to, you know, your own health and fitness and wellness. So I get it sometimes the, or, or sometimes it's just the gym environment in general isn't for everybody. So. It takes a lot of motivation, bro. And that that was one of the first things I was gonna ask you. What what, what did, at what point did you or what motivated you to start the whole like fitness lifestyle? Because I, I don't know. I mean, speaking from the outside perspective, because I don't work out or nothing. It just seems like um, you know, being in, in the fitness lifestyle takes a lot of motivation. Like you said, you have to stay up with it and you know, I guess continue to be motivated. So what keeps you pushing like through the fitness life? 
Um, that's definitely definitely a loaded question. Uh, there's multiple factors and perspectives to look at. For me, I would first start off by saying that it has now become a lifestyle for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't mean that kind of like in the uh, the classic meaning of it like it literally feels like if i don't work out mm-hmm. it, it it throws my days off it it it's like brushing my teeth like if i don't brush right. my teeth like that's you gonna notice <laughs> you, know what I mean? like you just can't go a day without doing that mm-hmm. so that's kind of how fitness has become for me and it's not necessarily that i i train hard every day it's more it, like it undulates so like some days are harder uh, in intensity and I'll use like barbells or dumbbells, whatever the case may be is. And then other days, maybe I might go for a long walk. It, it doesn't always look the same, um, but in some way, shape or form, I have to be active. And uh, honestly, what motivates me is uh, I had an injury a couple years back and I really couldn't be in the gym anymore uh, mm. or to the same degree. And I know what it feels like to 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 feel weak and not capable. Mm-hmm. Um, so partly the reason why I consistently train now is so that I don't have to experience that feeling again. You and Maze grew up in the same household together. Unfortunately, yes. <laughs> I was about to ask how the fuck. Briefly <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, touch how our, our how he was our like. Uh, what do I start? <laughs> he said the last question was loaded. He's like, this one's fucked. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That this one is much more difficult. <laughs> I was I was a role model big brother. That's what I was. So what's the I, age difference between y'all? Two years. Hmm. Mm, yeah, mm, so mm. I'm the I'm the I'm the little big brother. Mm. I, I got nothing to say. He is bigger than me now. I was thinking, I was like, "Where is he going to respond?" I was I was thinking to myself, like, "Huh, what can I say?" I was like, "God damn, I got nothing." <laughs> Yo, Isaiah. So you started off in the fitness uh, stuff with the entrepreneurship. Um, was that like was that the first? Was that like the the blueprint that you created? Do you feel like you're getting to where you want it to be like when you had this idea come in mind or did it all just kind of fall in place how did that develop uh yeah that's a that's a, that's a good question um honestly man I, so like when i first my career when i first started like i always wanted to be an engineer mm-hmm. um so ri- originally college or high school and college i was on track to, to to being an engineer um by the time i got to college i realized like hey this might not be for me um, and then I switched over to business. I always knew I wanted to own something of my own. Um, right. didn't know quite what or, you know, how or whatever the case may be is. Uh, but then I, I didn't know where I would take that. So I felt like it was a cop out. So then I switched to psychology, um, and social sciences. And that's kind of where I finished. Um, and I didn't think that this is where I was going to be. Uh, I was actually... Uh, in between jobs, right after I got my associate's degree, and you know, I was talking with a mentor, and 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 I was telling him the struggle of trying to figure out how to transfer into a new school and and get the money that you know, because I, I ran out of financial aid, like it was wild. And then I had a mentor tell me like, "Hey, well, why don't you just do or become a trainer? You know, you're already in, you know, you already kind of do that. Like you're always helping people out. You're always working out." Um, so why not do that? Because then you can fluctuate your schedule, things like that. And I go, ah, right. you know, I don't know if I want to be a trainer. Like, I, I can't assume like they make the money that I think I want to make. 
Mm-hmm. And um, I started looking into it and I was like, oh, wow. Okay. This is actually some trainers are making some decent living. Um, and then realized how to get certified, go through that process. So uh, long story short, I, I, I kind of did that while just working other odd and end jobs. And the goal was just to be a trainer. But then once I became a trainer, I was like, well, I don't like how some of these commercial facilities are operating um, right. and how they look at business with clients. Like they don't, they don't some, some of them don't operate as in the care for the, for the individual. It's more so like the dollars they're bringing in. And I yeah, get it. Right. You know what I'm saying? You, you look at any kind of business, uh, essentially that's kind of how it becomes as you grow. But I wasn't interested in that. So then I kind of, uh, at that time I had, um, a couple coworkers who were also friends, um, uh, shout out to, you know, my two business partners, Christopher Mann and, and, uh, Dr. Jeffrey Crisanda. Uh, those are my business partners and, and one's a, has his master's in applied nutrition and the other one has his doctorate in physical therapy. Um, but we sat and we, we, we said, hey, how can we change this experience um, for the client, for members, for the community? And we said, well, that looks like us stepping out and doing our own thing. So uh, 20, wow, what is it, maybe 2015, 20, yeah, 2014, 2015 is kind of when we started. Okay. Uh-huh. And uh, since then, we, you know, we originally started off in the basement of like a, uh, a corporate facility and you know then we moved out of there into our own space so you actually have your own studio now yeah so now we actually have our uh our own space well i mean we rent for some crappy landlords right. but <laughs> yeah. uh, i mean hey but that's that's better than nothing like you got yeah, that's own a fact. Spot, so so we've been this is going to be soon to be our fifth year in business um nice. in this location and actually uh, currently in the development and search of looking for a bigger space. Oh, wow. Um, nice. Moving up for the next year. Yeah. So all in all, man, I, I do feel as though I finally found my purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't see what I do as work. I mean, there's definitely aspects that I dislike. I hate paperwork, bro. <laughs> right. There's always <laughs> something that has not to like. do with legalities and waivers. I can't stand it. I know it's necessary. So we have to do it, of course. But like, Man, if eventually, and and it's and it's funny because then on your entrepreneurial uh, journey, you realize a lot of people like you make enough where you can live kind of comfortable with your schedule, but right. you don't make enough where you can delegate tasks. Like you still have to kind of like that's kind of the the weird space that I'm in. Like, and my journey, how hard man, is it trying to? maintain like a regular lifestyle while being an entrepreneur like because you said it's kind of hard to you know for different reasons so like what what, how do you typically manage like the two of of each other yo it's 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 hard man i I gotta be honest like that's that is still my everyday challenge uh i used to believe there was a balance Mm -hmm. um i since then have redacted that statement (laughs) (laughs) Uh, i don't think that there can be I think there has to just be priority um, because more or different, different, um, uh, different aspects of your life may at some point require different focus. Mm-hmm. And when that happens, something else has to, has to give like, you can't, I look at it like uh, game sliders, right? So like if I'm, if, if we're talking about my lifestyle, we're talking about my, my relationship with family, my relationship with friends, my business, 
um, my own personal like development and mindset. Each one of these has an attributed or an allotted amount of points that I can give. If I have my family time at 100, I can't have these other areas at 100. I have to divvy it up evenly. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. So that has been my most difficult because there's times where like business is going really well. And then, you know, uh, I got to work on my, you know, I haven't spent much time with my family or right. you know, if I feel like business is going well, family's going well, then it's probably my friends that might be a little upset because I haven't spent time with them. So trying to manage all that is probably the most difficult. Um, but kind of as you grow and as you build, you kind of, it's, everything's a skill, right? So it's like, the more you choose not to kind of give up and give into that and continuously try to progress those areas, you can always develop. But the moment that you just kind of go like, eh, whatever, you let it go, then you kind of, that area doesn't really get that much attention. How, how do you, uh, going to like financial, fi like finances and stuff, how do you determine how much um, each client, um, uh, how much, how do you determine how you're going to charge each client? Bills. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, essentially, a, a lot of the ways, a lot of the ways that I've I've learned. So, there's two perspectives. There's <laughs> there's a way where I kind of started, and it was kind of like, hey, what do I deem my time worth mm -hmm. and valued, um, and creating that as a foundation. Uh, then, as I learn more. Um, about business, about marketing, about what my time is worth, um, about the lifestyle that I want to live, you kind of work backwards. So mm -hmm. it's more so like how much do I want to make a year? Mm -hmm. And then I break that down into months. And then I break that down into um, weeks. And then it's like, okay, my day, like what does my hour day look like? And then it's, well... If my one-on-one -on -one service is my premium, what would be an appropriate rate for people in my uh, demographic as far as who I train would be affordable? Mm -hmm. And then how do I tier that system uh, to, also, to, to also make it more manageable for um, other demographics as well, right? So like uh, just kind of a tidbit here. Um, so our premium service is one-on-one -on -one coaching. Uh, that one-on-one -on -one coaching breaks down to $75 a session, right? But then we do what we call semi-private sessions. And that's like one trainer and up to like four clients within that given hour that that trainer will be working with. Mm -hmm. But that price point breaks down to $50 an hour okay. per, per client. So even though the trainer... Uh, is only working that one hour, he now has the ability to increase his rate of pay for that hour. And it's like, it's kind of like what uh, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to say, because typically what happens is uh, you can reach a cap, right? So if I was only doing one on one, the other option and the only other way that I can make more money is if I increase my, 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 my prices for my services. But at that price point, you then start uh, you start limiting how many or what type of demographic can afford your service. And then right. you might lose out because you won't have a, a, a flow, a steady flow of clientele. Or 
you'll get one or two clients and they'll pay all your rent. But if you lose one client, that's a bigger hit. Mm -hmm. So you kind of, over time, you start fluctuating or setting up your schedule such that you have a sprinkle of one-on-one -on -one clients. You get a sprinkle of semi-private clients, you know, some high-end clients or online training. You try to diversify um, the types of services and, and hours that you operate so that way you could be more available for, you know, family, friends, other lifestyle, etc. So as like, will your prices ever like go up? Because like, you know how rent goes up. Will, will, like, will your prices ever like go up slightly? Yeah. And it has like, since, since we started, I think we were around like, I think it was 40. I think it was like 40 a session. And then each year, uh, as we, as we grow, we develop, we get more education um, cause you know, we, we, we're, we're big believers in continuing ed. Uh, so as we do that, then our natural rate of increase. So I tell people, think about it like rent, right? So like mm -hmm. if you're living in a complex where like they might do 2%, a 2% rent increase every year just for amenities, uh, taxes, all, all types of things to account for. So it's the same kind of concept. Um, we try to keep our rates the same. Um, and then either we'll try to add more services that people have access to. I mean, but nowadays, you know, nowadays uh, economy, isn't that like nowadays economy? You, I know you try to keep your, your, it the same, but I mean, it's, it's like impossible inflation, right? Yeah, it's, it's tough. It does yeah. become tough. And, and that's why we try to, and that's the purpose of the tiered system too. So like if I got a client that's seeing me you know, twice a week for one-on-one -on -one training, you know what I'm saying? Like they might be spending 600 bucks a month. Um, and it, depending on whether or not they have any other services, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. uh, it, it could get pretty pricey. So then we'll tell people like, so instead of trying to keep that rate, you know, go down to a semi-private and, you know, you'll get more bang for your buck there. And it's, mm -hmm. it's really what it's whatever makes the most sense for the individual. But sometimes you'll find some people like what they like. You know what I mean? So I got some some one on one clients that were like, I just want my time to myself. So they'll pay, yeah, they'll pay whatever is the, the cost. Yo, and it seems like it's expensive as hell to be healthy. Like it's more expensive to be healthy than to just be fat and like unhealthy or just like not worry <laughs> yeah, about yeah, the yeah. health. Uh, no, with today's so with today's society, bro, uh, what's the marketing like? How how are you convincing people that <laughs> you know that the prices are just being fit, being in a fitness class, or doing whatever, go to a fitness studio? Like, what's the marketing like for that, bro? Got you. Uh, well, first, actually, my my, my first uh, response to that is. Uh, <laughs> When have you decided not to get gas? True. Regardless All of the, the price. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <Okay>. So like <laughs> when, you create, <laughs> when you create a value or a service, or when you create a service of value, the price point doesn't really matter if the answer to the individual's question can be answered, right? So like, mm -hmm. like a doctor, if you're going into a doctor's office and you say, hey, I got this pain and they say, okay, I got to fix and then they say they tell you, hey, this is gonna be twelve hundred. You you might not have the twelve hundred up front, but either you're gonna go on a payment plan or you'll get insurance. So you'll you'll try to find right. a way. So it's it's kind of the same kind of concept. Um, anytime you can create a service of value, there's gonna be people that pay. You might not have the same. You might have to change and pivot, target a different audience. But if you can show that you have value in it, then people will. Will, will, will fly so like my marketing actually 
we only recently got into some heavy marketing. Um, most of our business is built off of word of mouth, and it has been. Um, our clients have become our community. Uh, so a lot of times they see their results and they speak highly of us and they share that with their friends and they become kind of walking testimonials. So they themselves uh, kind of do a little bit of marketing for us if they've kind of been on track and they've gotten stronger, uh, they've changed their body composition, whatever the case may be is. Um, so I'd argue not necessarily that eating healthy or being healthy and fit is more expensive I'd argue that the value in it isn't there, right? So like sometimes I hear people like, oh, well, I'm not trying to switch to organic. You don't necessarily have to, right? You, But you can put the chips down and maybe eat something that's a little bit more nutrient-based. You get what I'm oh, saying? Like yeah. You can find other ways, but what that usually takes, so a big part of my, my practice, if you will, is – reminding people that everything that you do in regards to fitness and health is based on the perspective of how you view yourself. If I'm choosing to live a lifestyle that is fit and healthy, I'm going to, my lifestyle, like my habits and my routine are going to look like someone who is fit and cares about their health. So if I look at somebody's habits and, and I, I notice that, like if I ask somebody like, Hey, what you eat? What you eat yesterday? And they just, um, I don't know. I can't really remember. They probably don't pay attention to their calories as much. Right, right. I mean, yeah, like they probably don't care as much about what's coming into their body. And if, of course, this is, this is overgeneralization, but typically that's what ends up happens. Like, and it's usually because they feel as though, hey, I can't look like my favorite IG model or fitness influencer. So like, why try? Like, and there's, that's, it's not an end all be all kind of scenario. So like, is it one of those things where it's like, but you could though. <laughs> yeah. Like you can, you can do some people, they look at fitness as you have to be in shape to get in shape. And it's not the case. Like I, I, I tell people the first thing you can do today is walk. Mm. First thing you can do is walk. It's better than sitting on a couch. It's better than just, you know, watching Netflix. It's better than uh, scrolling through TikTok or, or Instagram. And honestly, you can do the same as you walk. It's So you're really not losing anything. You know, you, you look at an average day of 24 hours and let's say, let's say you're getting eight hours of sleep. You know, we count for eight hours of sleep. We account for eight hours of, say, a, 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 a typical kind of nine to five. You know what I'm saying? And so, yo, so how many hours are you working out a, a week, Isaiah? So I have what I call my non-negotiable hours, right? So like no matter what's going on in my life, I have to at least have four hours of intentional exercise and activity. So if that looks like two days in the gym and then like two days of a purposeful walk, sure. Or But either way, I got to get at least four hours in. So sometimes I'll split it where it's like for separate days or if it's like, you know, I get one hour or one day to work out. So I'll just do two hours of a workout. Um, I try not to go that long because you really will start to deplete some of your energy systems and stuff like that. And it doesn't become as effective as a workout. Mm -hmm. um, but generally speaking, a week, I would say four hours. You, you do more than just work out, though. You don't you have other stuff, right? Like, the uh, uh, yeah, what's the typical day for you? Like, bro, what time are you up in the morning? Oh, Jesus. 
<laughs> You've been taking my daughter to uh, her her boxing, right? So you guys got yeah. boxing and stuff there too, right? Yeah, we 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 do a um. So at the facility in itself, we offer um, physical therapy. We offer nutrition guidance. Uh, we offer personal training, small group classes. We offer online coaching. Uh, we have like templates that we'll send, like programming and stuff like that. Um, and then we offer boxing. I can't remember if I said that already. Uh, <laughs> you did. Don't worry, don't worry, don't worry. It's, it's, it's but uh, but yeah, so we, we offer a, a, a slew of different kind of activities and services. Um, but as far as like a typical day, um, man, I usually get up 5, 5.30, depending. Um, Jesus Christ. And <laughs> uh, his soul came out of his body because at that point it's just quiet you know what i mean i kind of get to collect my thoughts um before the world kind of just starts to hit me um and uh i'll i'll do like a to-do list i'll try to get some reading in or i'll listen to like an audio book um and then like uh, around six o'clock i start prepping uh so my my wife is terrible at eating for herself or like <laughs> uh, <laughs> so like if i if, if i don't if if i won't cook she won't eat and it's not necessarily like she she's not hungry she just gets so she loves her work so much um so she's a she's a assistant principal at a at a local high school um and she loves being there for the kids for the students for the staff uh so she she puts people before herself a lot of times. So if she, if, if I don't prep her, her breakfast, she might not grab breakfast or something to eat. So I'll, mm. I'll usually will make or pack her like breakfast, lunch, uh, try to help out with her as, as you know, as she gets ready. Uh, I'll take the dogs out in the morning for a brisk walk. Um, I'll kind of go over my, my schedule of like clients for the day, or if I have to upgrade any kind of programs for my online clients. Uh, I'm, I'm usually in by eight. Uh, I'll have clients from like eight to two on a regular day. Um, and then I'll take a break. I'll go home, take the dogs out, you know, if maybe, maybe do a couple of things around the house if I need to, or run errands. Um, then I'm usually back in the gym till from like four to eight. Um, you could, but, uh, to help out with that busy schedule, don't you like meal prep though? Uh, yeah. Generally speaking, I, I do my best to meal prep simply because it just is easier on my schedule. Um, so I'll try to, in, in a perfect world and a perfect week, I'll meal prep on a Sunday just because that's, that's a day that I don't take as many clients. Um, and I'll try to cook for at least up until Wednesday. Cause that's another day where like I'll have a, not as many clients, uh, or if I could prep for the week, then I'll prep for the week. And I'll try to do, depending on. Uh, if I'm trying to just kind of maintain my fitness or I'm trying to improve or something like that, then I'll fluctuate my, my calories and macros accordingly. Uh, but I try to get at least three to four meals in a day. Um, nothing crazy. Usually super simple. How often you go out to eat, bro? You got to cut that out of your schedule completely or you, you got your cheat days too? No, I, 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 I eat out as much as, as you know, me and the missus would like to. Okay. Generally speaking, budget-wise, we try not to eat out more than like two to three times, a, you know, a month. Um, but uh, but there are some months that we have more events and more birthdays and things to celebrate. So we'll go out more if that month, uh, you know, calls for it. Uh, mm -hmm. I generally don't. So my rule of thumb 
when it comes to like eating and eating out, if if I'm still worried about like my fitness goals, it's just being conscious. I got my, the number one thing I tell people is you got to be real with yourself. So like, uh, my kind of classic rule of thumb is say you're eating three square meals a day, two mm. meals out of your day have to be a little bit more health conscious, right? So like making sure that I have some kind of decent protein, some veggies, some fruits. Um, you know, some healthy grains or starches, whatever the case may be is, um, some healthy fats, two of my meals out of those three have to look like that. The other one could be kind of like, eh, I mean, I try not to go crazy with it, but it's, it's one that like, I might not count these calories as much, but, <laughs> but, uh, but that's with full understanding that I've been doing this for years. So it's yeah. much easier for me to do this versus say somebody who's coming off the couch, brand spanking new, who hasn't done anything. Me. You might not have as much wiggle room. <laughs> you Yo, before we go, Isaiah, I gotta ask you, bro. You got any like crazy ass like wild gem stories? Or you? Oh shit! Uh... <laughs> <laughs> you throwing questions at him like, gang. Man, I've seen so much. I've seen so much as wild. I've seen everything from like people who've gotten like limbs broken. Um, yeah, like Ooh, like holy fuck. Somebody's legs. I seen some. I, li- I literally seen somebody's uh, leg snap under a leg press before. Yo. Oh, that was kind of wild. I seen a I seen a pec tear in person, which was crazy too. Um, so like oh, they were doing like an incline bench press, and then as they were pressing up, uh, sometimes I I can't definitively say whether or not it was like the weight was too heavy or it was too much reps or like the technique was off. I don't know what it was, but. Man, he started going up, and it didn't go up no more. So, <laughs> damn. Yeah, that's uh, just, man. Oh god. I've I've seen um, I've done box jumps and like mixed the missed the box and like fell <laughs> fell right on my face. Like, uh, <laughs> I I pinched my finger and broke my finger. Um, so like sometimes you'll see people do bench press with like dumbbells and they'll like let the weights hit together, finger with the weight, and I broke it in two places. Oh. Um, I've I've seen. Those weird gym memes where people do the most randomest exercises in the gym, and I see, I, <laughs> I see all sorts. So like, I even, I still to this day keep, uh, I got, I got two different um, uh, gym memberships to to local commercial gyms, um, and I'll go in to get my work, my own workout in as a like a change of scenery or just kind of to watch people and what they're doing. Sometimes right. to give me content and keep me in the loop. You know what I mean, like. I forget what it's like to be in a commercial gym. So I have a, our facility is private, so it's not like anyone have you ever, just kind of walk in. Have you ever tried to poach somebody from a <laughs> from a uh, commercial gym? No. You, no, you talking I, about like try to get them in his stuff? Hell no, yeah! Not, no. not since I, not since I <laughs> Give started. Give my car while you're people poach my clients, fitness. but kind of it's it's a uh, it's not everyone practices it, but like for me, it's just kind of like an honor. Uh, it, it's a, it's an honor code, honor system, if you will. Like, I don't believe in poaching anybody because because I wouldn't want that. So like, if I had somebody who was coming on board with me from another client, I usually reach out and I'll say, hey, listen, I got such and such, uh, you know, reached out to me. You know, if it was, um, uh, I want to make sure it's okay with you that they ended their sessions with you appropriately, kind of thing. Um, or better yet, like, hey, what were you working on with them so I can kind of. Uh, continue and build off of what you've been doing i try to make that as smooth of as, as a transition as possible because it can get it can get pretty dicey yo i would have been if it was me if it was me 
I'll be dressed up in different outfits of the day, like this costume. <laughs> I'll go in the east every hour. Here's my card. Here's my card. Here's my card. Oh, hey, 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 we saw you here before. Get out. Get out. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's why I changed Yo, um, Isaiah, uh, one last thing before we go, man. Uh, for the people out there that's listening into International Aces podcast that might be struggling with um, getting fit or e- eating healthy, any habits of uh, of healthiness and, and fitness, uh, what, what, what you want to lead the people with, man? Um, so our philosophy here, man, is if it don't move, it don't work. Uh, we came up with that simply because you cannot expect things to happen to you or for you unless you put in a bit of work. So my, my message to the people is that no matter how big or how small the step is, take a step, uh, whether that be reaching out to someone that you consider a professional that whose advice that you would, uh, you know, respect do that sometimes it's hard to ask for help but you know it, it takes a village you know what i mean so you got you got to get over that fear uh because you can wait till tomorrow you can you know you can keep lying to yourself but at the end of the day you got to kind of take ownership uh, of your own health and, and fitness and you know if not for you for future generations for some reason for some way you got to find uh to get active whether it be walking kayaking bowling i don't care what it is just do something Yo, it's been a privilege having you here, man. Uh, thanks for taking that time out to talk to us about all of the good, good. Uh, Maze, you got anything else, bro? I'm, I'm, I'm so proud. All right, anyways, to be I continued. Just, uh, wait, wait, wait. You can't, I'm, try, I'm, try, I'm trying to give him a flowers. <laughs> I, I was just going to say, I'm so, pr- I'm so proud of him. It, it, like, yeah, that was like, amazing, like, bro. <laughs> <laughs> he's probably crying, too. Wait, 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 yo, 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 nigga, shut up. Wait, so Maze is sensitive? He cries often. No, the fuck, oh, he won't won't tell you, but he, he, uh, he wears his emotions on his sleeves, so he might not say nothing, he might not cry, but he's feeling oh, that's why you were crying at that anime the other day, Maze. Yo, that was a very sensitive topic. I told you that in confidence. (laughs) Yo, it's International Aces Podcast, man. Isaiah here on the podcast. Yo, let them know where the, um, find you at on all socials man um my my business page is kinetic uh training ed at uh oh wait no i don't need to add a this instagram figure it out <laughs> <laughs> Real shit. My, personal, my personal my personal page is um kinetic zay uh all one word um some people, I feel like, just they get too fancy with some of these tags, man. <laughs> Keep it simple, right? Just simple. My, simple my, my tag used to be my name, and then I realized, oh, I should probably have some kind of reflection to the business. Because uh, <laughs> yeah. that's my life. Everything, it kind of revolves around that. Right. It's a little weird. Yeah. Yo, weird. y'all can go uh, also check out um, International Aces Podcast on YouTube, TikTok, and anywhere else you type it in will pop up. Um Follow me at NoahB624. And Maze8905. Gang, gang. Anyways, all right, we out, man. I appreciate (laughs) you guys for having me. Nothing about that boy you're into Don't feel bad for you But I feel bad for him And all the hell you gonna be putting him
him through Probably tell him we're a burnt out flame Probably tell him that I ain't been on your mind I ain't nothing but a long gone thing You can cuss my name But baby, don't you lie When you're tasting what he's drinking Are you thinking about me? When you're riding where he's driving Are you missing my street? Every time you close your eyes Tell me who do you see? When you're tasting what he's drinking Are you thinking about me? Coming over tonight Wish that truck in your drive Was mine just like Are you thinking about when you're tasting what he's drinking? Are you thinking about me?